I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This happened quite a while ago when I was home alone with just my dog. After all this time, I'm sure what happened was really strange, and I have no idea what this man actually wanted. So I was watching TV one night at about 11 p.m. when I heard a car pull up outside and the engine shut off. I figured it was obviously a neighbor, but nosy dog wanted to have a look and went to the window. He'd kind of messed the blinds up when he went to look, so I got up to fix them. When I did, I noticed a car parked on the street across from my house and my neighbor's house. I couldn't really make out any details, but it looked like the driver was still sitting in the car. I didn't really think anything of it. 
I got a drink and went back to watching TV. Quite a while had passed since I fixed the blinds, but I'm not sure how long. I'd guess 15-20 minutes. Out of nowhere I thought I heard a tapping at the door. Not a knock, it was much lighter and very quiet. My dog had sat up to look at the door and I paused the TV when the same tapping then started on the window. I opened the blinds a little and saw a man standing there. I couldn't make out his face properly and he immediately walked back to the door and started tapping at it again. This doesn't sound very frightening and I'm not sure why but I suddenly had a really awful feeling. I felt absolutely terrified and had no idea why. The tapping at the door never stopped but something in my head was saying if I opened the door to him then something really bad would happen. I went upstairs to open a window to ask what he wanted. It felt safer doing this. He said in a really quiet voice he was delivering pizza and told me how much it cost. I felt so stupid for being frightened and told him I didn't order pizza. I guessed he was speaking quietly and knocking lightly so he didn't disturb my neighbors. My dog had followed me upstairs and was letting out the odd growl and bark which isn't really unusual for him. I was trying to shush him when the man downstairs told me he had the correct address and I better get downstairs now and open the door to pay what I owed and collect my food before it got cold. I was really confused because I most definitely didn't order any food and began telling him that again when I noticed he didn't have a pizza. He wasn't carrying anything at all. I told him again that he had the wrong address and he got really angry. He kept telling me to open the door. He was going between angry and sort of trying to persuade me to go back downstairs. I asked him where the pizza was. He said he had hold of it. It was really dark, but he definitely didn't have anything in his hands. My dog was really making quite a bit of fuss at this point, and the stranger had turned into a broken record. Come downstairs. Open the door. Come downstairs and open the door. All the noise must have alerted my neighbor who did open his front door. And the man didn't say a word but practically ran across the street to the car that I had heard pull up a while ago. He went back to the car empty-handed. I have no idea what he wanted, but he certainly wasn't a delivery driver. It really freaked me out as well that my dog is quite obviously a large breed and the man saw him through the window. He wasn't deterred at all. It seems even stranger and less random that he actually drove to my house as though he'd planned on showing up. Should I be freaked out? This kind of scares the shit out of me. I moved to Denton about a year and a half ago. I was always told it's a pretty safe place and I felt the same when I lived in my first house. When I moved to my new place about eight months ago, I didn't think it would be much different. Actually I thought it would be safer since in my last place my roommates never, I mean never, locked the doors. In the new place I have a roommate and a big dog so that makes me feel safer. We live in a good area where there are families around and stuff. But since I've moved here, there have been four different instances where men have come to my house and done something strange. All have occurred at night from 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. 1. Not one has done the same thing. The first one happened about a month into us living here. It was 3 a.m. and the doorbell rang. Who the F would be at my door RN? As I'm walking to the door I can see and hear the person trying to get in. Me terrified, I look through the peephole and see the silhouette of a guy that looks like my roommate's ex they had just broken up I wake her up and tell her. She opens the door a few minutes later and the guy isn't there anymore. She peeps her head out the door and sees same guy inside my car. I'm a dumb bitch and didn't lock it that day she yelled out to him and he sprinted away. 2. The second time it's 9pm I'm home alone. Someone rings the door. 
My lazy ass didn't get up to get it. A couple minutes later, the door rings again. This time I get up and no one's at the door. I open it and see two men in an SUV pulling into my driveway. They're almost all the way up to the house. Once they see me, they stop the car, put it in reverse, and leave. I don't know what they wanted or were going to do, but it was weird. 3. So one night my roommate is home alone. It's 9.30 p.m. The door rings. She doesn't get it. Thinking it must be her Amazon package. They will just leave it at the door. The door rings again. Confused, she gets up and looks through the peephole. There's a guy with a black ball cap on, looking down so she can't see his face. Can I help you? She asks. I have your Amazon package. Okay, do I need to sign anything? He says, no. Okay, you can leave it on the ground. He ends up just standing there for a minute or so. She nervously stares back at him through the peephole waiting for him to walk away. He eventually walks away. For about an hour after that, our big-ass dog keeps growling at the door. She has never done anything like that. Another weird thing is that Amazon stops delivering at 9 p.m. Maybe he was just running late. 4. The last one is definitely the creepiest. This happened last month around 1.30 a.m. I wasn't home, but my roommate was, with her new boyfriend Alex. They're laying in bed and from the corner of Alex's eye. He sees a pair of eyes in the crack of the blinds from her window. He gets up and runs outside. Sees a grown-ass man in a construction vest looking through her window. The guy jumps when he sees Alex and grabs our trash cans right next to her window. He pretends to just be a trash dude, kindly taking our empty trash cans out for us. Didn't know they had night shifts now, on Fridays. Trash only comes Monday and Wednesday morning here. So yeah, those are my stories. I've heard there's a man the DPD are looking for. He's forcing himself into women's apartments in Denton. It's sad that I have to live in fear because I'm a target being a woman. It may sound dramatic to many, but after all these experiences I've had, on top of this guy that's been named a serial offender on the loose, I'm terrified to live alone next semester. I've never been scared of that. I'm a pretty tall, heavier woman, and I've grown up with all brothers. I've thought I know how to fight, but F now I'm like, could I help myself? I'm generally a calm, collected person, but this shit gives me anxiety every time I'm home alone and I hear something. Well, anyways, thanks for reading my stories. If any of you have exercised anything like this around here, let me know that I'm not alone. I live on a suburban street with houses very spaced apart, think 60s is ranches with half-acre lots. My backyard is fenced in, chain-link fence with metal gate. I have a covered patio that is decorated and furnished. The patio has two short wood privacy fences on either side that block the neighbor's view and the gate in the fence I am sitting in my family room on the couch, feet propped up, working on my laptop, facing the windows that look out to the patio. All of a sudden, I see a person walk in front of the window. On the patio, I am thinking WTH, who's in my backyard. There is a wall between the windows and back door, so I can't see the person anymore. I jump up and do the stupidest thing. I open the back door, peek my head around and yell, what the hell are you doing? I came face to face with this 20-something kid, wearing a reflective vest, holding what looks to me like a small metal detector. He says, checking for gas. By now my dogs are behind me at the door. I replied, we don't have gas. The man or kid just turned around and walked away. I noticed he wore no name badge, no company logo, had no obvious phone or device for work, etc. I immediately locked the door and ran to the front window. 
I see my catty corner neighbor out in her driveway. I step out and yell, Hey Ellen, was there a utility guy in your yard? Ellen yells, You mean that guy? and points right at the kid, as he is attempting to walk up another driveway. By now Ellen and I have met in the street, and I guess two women, pointing at him, scared him off because he stopped and just started walking away down the road. My street is a one-way-in, one-way-out kind of deal, not connected to other neighborhoods. We saw no utility trucks or contractor vehicles anywhere, no cars parked on the street, and my home really does not have gas utilities, it is all electric. I went back inside because I had to attend an online work meeting. Later, my neighbor and I both called the gas company and were both told they had no one in the area and knew nothing about checking gas lines. I did call the sheriff later that afternoon. They sent out a deputy, took a report. The deputy was pretty annoyed that we didn't report sooner and that I opened the door and confronted the guy, as was my husband. I wasn't even scared in the moment, but I was freaked out the rest of the day. I put my ADLB Shepherd or Husky mix out back the rest of the day, Wish he had have been outside when he walked up. But a few years ago, I was living in an apartment complex in a usually pretty quiet suburban neighborhood. I was sitting in my bedroom on the second level with my windows open, mid-afternoon, enjoying the weather and scrolling on my phone. Out of nowhere I heard what sounded like a woman screaming, Oh God, no, stop. I heard this about three times and then like screaming and yelling. I immediately looked around outside to see if I could tell where it was coming from, but I couldn't see anything. I then went outside to my balcony for a better view because the sound seemed to come from the apartment building across from mine, but by that time it was long quiet and I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. At the time, I was home alone and terrified of what I'd heard. I immediately called my boyfriend, now husband, and asked him what I should do. He said, call 911. So that's what I did. I explained to the dispatcher what I'd heard, by this time shaking and fighting back tears. All I kept thinking was that some woman was in danger. The dispatcher said they would send someone out. I also called my apartment's front office. I don't recall the police or ambulance coming to my neighborhood probably because I couldn't pinpoint exactly where it was coming from, and they never knocked on my door for a statement or anything, and no updates from my property manager. I can't help but to think if I actually heard it or if it was someone reacting to bad news like on their phone, etc. I don't know what it could have been, but it was scary to experience in the moment. Twin 20 was a horrible year. I, 33 female at the time, was temporarily living at my mom's house and working from home due to COVID. My mom doesn't have blinds or curtains on her windows, I know. It's insane and has a huge bay window in the living room. It was the middle of the day and I was walking through the living room when I saw an SUV driving by the house very slowly. I stopped and made eye contact with the driver and saw it was a man that I didn't recognize. He immediately stopped the car and started walking up to the front door. WTF. Luckily, my mom and my stepdad were both home, so I ran into the basement and told my mom what was happening, but she wasn't concerned since my stepdad was home and she said he would handle it. The doorbell rang. When no one answered, he rang it again, and again, and again. My stepdad finally came downstairs, he was working upstairs and answered it. Apparently the guy had some story about how someone hit his car and he was trying to figure out who it was, or some bullshit. I don't think my stepdad or my mom really understood the full extent of the creepiness, especially because they are not true crime-minded like I am. 
It still creeps me out. Why would you do that? What if I had been home alone? The time a random stranger walked into my apartment while I was sleeping. I used to live in downtown Portland, Oregon in a 25-story high-rise building, and all the floors looked the same, except minor details like different paintings in the hallways. I lived on the 11th floor with my partner and one day I was home alone sleeping on the couch in the living room when I heard the front door closing. I was half awake and assumed that my partner had gotten off work early so I wasn't too alarmed. I sleepily said, Hey baby you're home early. About 30 seconds of eerie silence later I heard the door open and close again so I jumped up and ran into the hallway to find a pale terrified man trying to make a hasty getaway. I caught him by the elevator and he was more freaked out than I was. I looked at him like, WTF dude, and he said, Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I live on the 12th floor, and I thought this was my apartment. Apparently I had left the door unlocked, and being that I am female he was freaking out that I wouldn't believe him, and his fear was very convincing, and I felt like he had made an honest mistake. I told management and lock my MF doors now. I still think about how unnerving that awkward 30 seconds of silence followed by the door slamming felt while I was half awake and I hope that I never feel like that again. I hate walking alone at night. This story takes place when I was 14. It was late summer, and I was coming home from hanging out at the beach for my best friend's birthday party. When I got off the subway at my stop, I looked at the bus arrival screen. The bus I would normally take home was arriving in an hour. Being a tired 14-year-old girl, I decided to take an alternate bus route home. This was a decision I would later regret. When I get off the bus at the stop, I have about a 10 minutes walk to my building. My area at night is pretty quiet, not many cars on the streets. As I'm walking up the street, I hear the sound of an engine nearby. I look over my left shoulder and see a white panel van. I know how typical rolling up the street. I tried to think nothing of it. But when I turn onto my street, the van does too. Now I'm unsettled and start walking faster. This van is driving slowly, and it never passes me. When I turn up the long driveway to my building, the van once again turns too. Now I'm scared. The driveway to my building has an ice rink on the side of it, with bright lights, so I walk beside the rink under the bright lights. There are small townhouses on the other side of this driveway. The van catches up to me and stops. So I think maybe this person is lost and trying to ask for directions. I was trying to find some way to rationalize this. I stop. I stay about four feet from the van just in case. I look in the van window to see an older man starting to bald with black hair and a white t-shirt. I ask if they are lost. They don't respond. Instead, they try to get me into their van. I say no and start walking, but the van continues to drive slowly following me. When a red car begins to drive down the driveway, the van drives all the way to the end of the driveway and waits for the red car to turn out before reversing to be beside me again. The man is still trying to get me into the van. I want to make a mad dash to my building, but I'm worried he will see where I live, so I keep walking. When another car comes down the driveway, the van does what it did before drive to the end and wait for the car to leave. But this time there is a cab dropping someone off at the townhouses. The cabbie is closing his trunk when he sees me. Are you okay? He asks. I tell him how the van has been following me and every time a car comes, the van drives to the end and waits for it to leave before following me again. The cabbie tells me he will get in his car drive to the end of the driveway and sit there for a bit so I have enough time to run to my building. 
I tell him okay and thank you. The van is back in line with me again. So the cabbie gets in his cab and drives up the, the driveway the van follows. I look and see the two vehicles sitting there. I run up the rest of the driveway into my building's lobby. My heart is racing. When I get to my apartment, I'm still freaked out. I go into my room and call the cops. While I'm on the phone with the cops, I look out my bedroom window and see the van. It's slowly driving around my building looking for me. Now I'm fully panicking. The cops send officers to sweep the area, but they don't find him. Two officers came to my apartment to get a statement from me. About a week after this happened, the officers come back to my apartment. They show me a photo of the man from the van that they were able to get from the security camera on the side of my building. I told them the man in the photo was the one that followed me. They told me they found him and that he was being put on the sex offender list. Man from the Alley So I had a creepy, chilling encounter last week and telling this story still freaks me out to the core. A bit of background, I am a female in my early 20s. Anyway, this event happened on a Wednesday night. Usually, I'm with my boyfriend sleeping over, but since my parents were out of town, I had to stay at their house and take care of the dogs since my brother was also gone, and no one was left to watch over them. Their three little dogs, one who is a Yorkie male, and the other two mom and son are mixed chihuahuas. I felt pretty okay staying at their house alone, and not only that I live behind them in my two-story home who I live with my grandmother, but she was out of town as well working that truck driver life. Around 7 p.m. that night, I had took the dogs out to the backyard so they'd go potty. I let them roam around for a good amount of time since they are inside dogs and are always cooped up in the house. These dogs, I tell ya, bark at literally everyone which always gets on my nerves, always having to tell them to quiet down. When these guys started running towards and barking at the pitch black outside hallway on my side of the house that leads to a back gate we have that enters the alleyway, I didn't stop them. I got up from my seat to check what they were barking at, but I didn't see anyone there. Hoping not to anyway, and I sighed with relief. Kind of spooked, I called the dogs over to the back door of my mom's house and let all of us inside and locked the door. Thinking back on it now, I really didn't put too much thought into what they were barking at. An hour later, my brother comes home from his trip with his girlfriend, and that was my cue to get up and go home. After all, I lived in the back house, so it was a two-second walk there. I was happy that I got to have some me time before I head back the next day to watch the dogs since now my brother was there to take care of them that night. I entered my home, headed to my room and started watching scary YouTube videos alone with all the lights off in the house. Don't know why I torture myself. It's 11 p.m. now and my other sibling comes home from work and walks in my room. She tells me, Hey, I'm heading out to my boyfriend's place to sleep over if that's okay. I say sure and she starts to head out my room shutting the door behind her. Debating whether I should get up and lock the door as I always do because of my paranoia of someone breaking into my home, he'll at least have my door locked and they won't get in I decided in that moment it didn't matter and I dozed off to sleep. It's 12.55 a.m., and I wake up to a sound in my room. I look up to my left and couldn't see who it was in the dark, but figured it had to have been my sister flashing her phone light on me. Embarrassed, only having on my t-shirt and undies to sleep in since it was hot out, I flipped out and yelled at her, What are you doing? As I asked her that, she darted out of my room so fast, I see her running towards the stairs. Thinking how odd it was that she ran, I realized in that moment that it was not my sister who I had seen running down those stairs. 
In shock and fear from what I've seen when they ran down the stairs with the hallway light on, I saw that it was a man. A grown man running down the stairs in my house. I couldn't believe what was going on. I got up quickly to follow them which was not smart of me not thinking much of it. I wanted to catch whoever it was that was in my room. I was so angry that someone had the nerve to enter my home without permission so I had just ran. Following their big stomps hitting the ground as they ran, I reached downstairs for the front door. I see the man exiting the back gate into the alley where my dogs had barked at earlier. While calling the cops I was knocking on my mom's back door now and my brother answered. I told him everything and while waiting for the cops, he was outside with a bat just in case that guy came back while I was in my mom's house with his girlfriend crying. The cops did a thorough search of the entire house and found that he had stolen nothing. He had broken in by entering the downstairs window, which was not opened, but not locked either and had no screen to it. Also want to mention that the window he broke into is on the side of the house that leads to that back gate into the alleyway I was writing about earlier. I can't help but think since he didn't take anything that his intentions weren't to steal or rob. His intentions were much more sinister, and it scares me to even think what could have happened if I hadn't woken up that night. What did this guy want? I have an awful feeling that it was maybe the same guy the dogs were barking at earlier who I didn't find when I got up to look. He was probably watching me. The thought gives me the chills. Since then, I have not slept alone in that house, nor do I even sleep in there. With the fear and possibility that this guy could come back with a partner, knows how the inside of my house looks like, and saw that I was alone, he could try and break in again. My paranoia about having everything locked is stronger than it ever was. Just a heads up. This is going to be a long story, and it might seem a bit crazy because it still really scares me to think about it. However, after reading many similar stories here, I decided to share mine too. This all happened in the summer of 2016. To give you some background, my parents often go on vacations, leaving me home alone for two weeks to take care of our dogs and look after the garden. I've always been easily frightened due to some experiences where I was bothered and followed when alone. The neighborhood I lived in was pretty new back then and surrounded by forests. Sometimes, when walking home from the shops, I would encounter drug addicts lurking in the forest. Despite these scary experiences, I usually felt very safe in my house, thanks to the company of four big dogs. I didn't think anything bad would happen, especially since most of my neighbors were friends of my dad who were in the army, which made me feel safer. Who would be dumb enough to try breaking into a place like that? Strangely enough, there were a couple of burglaries on my street during that summer. Nonetheless, my parents still decided to leave me home alone, assuring me that I didn't need to worry because I had my dogs and our house was surrounded by a tall fence with little spikes on top, making it really hard for anyone to jump over it without getting hurt. The first few days were okay, as nothing strange happened except for some noises in my garden. I didn't pay much attention to them because it was usually just small animals causing trouble in my mom's flower beds. It happened so often that even my dogs didn't bother. After two days I had to go to the shops because I had a lot of things to do during the day. I went in the evening when it was getting a little dark outside. The path back home was quite busy in the evening, as many people walked their dogs there. It was like a mix between a park and a forest. While walking and texting someone on my phone, I noticed a guy I had passed suddenly stand up from behind a bench and start walking behind me. Initially, I thought he might just be someone from my neighborhood that I didn't recognize, walking in the same direction as me. 
But as I reached the last junction where my house was, and the guy was still behind me, I realized he wasn't one of my neighbors, which really scared me. Thankfully, my neighbor who lives to the left of my house was outside watering his plants. He saw me walking by and started talking to me. The guy who was walking behind me immediately noticed and started running away towards the forest. It gave me a really creepy feeling because it seemed like he was trying to follow me to my house. I called my parents to tell them what had happened, but they reassured me that there was nothing to worry about. They said our neighborhood is safe, I have my dogs with me, and everything would be fine. So I tried to calm down and go about my usual routine. Let me give you some more information. When my parents are away, I sleep in their bedroom downstairs because I don't want my dogs to go up and down the stairs in the dark and possibly get hurt. That night, like always, I was lying in bed reading a book, and my dogs were already fast asleep next to me. They could sense that I was stressed because usually, they sleep on the floor around the bed. Suddenly, I heard a small thud on the window in the room next to mine. I thought it was just some little animals outside, but this time, one of my dogs started growling at the window in my bedroom. After a few seconds of silence, there was another thud, but this time it was on the window in my bedroom. It made me panic a bit, but I tried my best to stay calm. However, the third thud was louder and came from another window on the ground floor of the house. Someone was banging on every window, making my dogs go crazy. They were running around barking wherever the banging sounds came from. At that point, I was crying, fully aware of what was happening. So, I left my bedroom and walked to the center of the house, which has an open layout, so I could see the main door from there. Here's the thing, my main door has a window, so you can see inside. I sat down in the dark just a few feet away from the door, waiting to see what would happen. I hoped and prayed that the person would get scared by my dogs barking, but I wasn't lucky. First, I saw my dogs running towards the door and barking even before anything was there. Then, I saw a dark figure outside my main door, looking inside and banging on the small window. I felt helpless as I sat there. I moved out of sight and hid under a table. I took out my phone while I could still hear the man trying to break the glass, so I called my dad, but he didn't answer at first. It was like 2 a.m., and they were on holiday, but still, I tried calling two more times until my mom answered, sounding confused about why I was calling so late. I managed to spit out. Someone is trying to break in, and I don't know what to do. Meanwhile, the man outside was still forcefully trying to open the door, banging his body against the frame so loudly that my mom could hear it on the call. My dad was in a panic, trying to call everyone who could come and help me. His brother, my neighbors, my grandma. He mobilized everyone to come here as quickly as possible. My neighbor, the same one who had talked to me earlier that day, was the first to come outside and scare the guy away. My neighbor rushed to my backyard, but I was still too scared to open the main door, even though I could see him standing in front of it. I knew the man was still on my property, but the backyard was completely dark, and my neighbor didn't want to take the risk of going out there alone and possibly getting hit with something heavy. After ten minutes, my uncle, aunt, and grandma all arrived at my house. I could see them outside. My uncle had a key, so he opened the door and let my dogs out to chase after the intruder. My dogs are hunting dogs, so they are not friendly to strangers. My uncle and neighbor went into the backyard with flashlights, accompanied by my dogs, to check every corner and make sure it was safe. I will never forget how my grandma and aunt approached me while I was clinging to a chair, crying uncontrollably. My mom was on the call, trying to figure out what was going on. The man managed to escape through the garden into my neighbor's garden, probably trying to get away from the dogs. 
Thankfully, he was gone. He did damage the small window on my main door. The glass was already cracked, and the door became loose on its hinges. I don't want to think about what could have happened if my family hadn't arrived so quickly. I want to clarify that this incident took place in Poland, my home country. The police there are not always reliable or helpful, so I think my parents knew it could have caused more harm than good if we had involved them. 